Okay, here we go. Final subject of the night. This one is going to be about the Clagato Bigfoot. And I've been saving this baby for a while, but um, mostly um, I have stories that I have heard that I wanted to share. And with the Clagato Bigfoot, it was kind of one of the reasons why I started that Clagato Paranormal Cryptoids. Because um, it's pretty interesting how and why Clagato would have a Bigfoot. You know, obviously it's um, protecting the land, but also, you know, the stories that I've been told was were were also pretty interesting. Um, one of one of the stories being that at the Clagato community housing, that Bigfoot, he, it, like I don't know, middle of the night or whenever it chooses to come around, it walks around the neighborhood looking. I don't know, just maybe just observing everybody. But, you know, um, when people are still awake, I guess maybe it knows when people are awake. And But uh, apparently there's the dogs, they start barking. And they start howling and stuff like that. And um, I don't either either Bigfoot, the Clagato Bigfoot's either checking up on the people or it's just kind of, just maybe he's kind of bored or maybe he's just looking for something. But... For whatever reason, you know, it's kind of um, it's kind of interesting to hear it because um, one one guy that told me a story that someone else told him was that um, that that Clagato Bigfoot it was it was there, that dirt road what they call the Summit Road that goes up east through Clagato and ends up towards uh, Window Rock um, that one right there somewhere they saw a Bigfoot with um, I guess it was standing off the side of the road or something. And, um, they, they pulled over and they stopped and they looked at it and I want to say that it took off. It just like started walking or ran off, however that happened. And then in the same area again, you know, that Clagato Bigfoot was there. Um, I think it was the same story where they just saw it and it, and it disappeared. It took off. Well, it didn't disappear, but it ran off. Then another person, um, I think it was, a older lady was saying that it heard it howling or screeching or screaming and stuff like that. So that was also really, um, kind of interesting because, um, you know, I, I'd never heard anything like that. And, um, um, and that will be another, another subject where we'll talk about the, uh, the howler, but for right now, let's just, I'm just going to keep it pretty basic because, um, I really don't want to be giving away too much information. I'm waiting until Halloween. We'll see what, what happens then. But um, uh, anyway, so going back to uh, Mr. Bug, Mr. Bugfoot, <laughs> Mr. Bigfoot there, he ended up, um, um, what was it? Um, oh, now I remember. There was uh, some some guys that were on horseback, and they were looking for one of their horses, so east of Clagato, there's like, you know, there's a canyon. And so they, they rode their horses up that way and the horses got spooked. And what ended up happening was they saw like a, I don't know, it was like a giant pit. And it's got all these um, horse bones, cow bones. And it was just kind of like a big old giant garbage disposal. So I guess when that uh, Clagato Bigfoot, I don't know how many there were, but they ended up um, catching and killing, eating the horses and cattle and whatever is up roaming around out there. Then they would throw the bones in this giant garbage disposal, and that's what was going down. And 
I thought that was really interesting, man. If um, And I'm kind of stupid enough to go over there and check it out myself. But, you know, I do it like in the daytime. And um, just kind of just see where it's at. Just see if that's really true. Or if um, all the bones got taken out and placed somewhere else. But also, um, the former uh, Clagatoad chapter president was telling me about when him and his buddies, they were camped out in the canyon out there one time when they were younger, when they were in their teens. And uh, all of a sudden, they heard a, a loud crashing, thumping sound. And I guess what it was, was this Bigfoot was standing on top of this ridge, and he was hurling down these big old huge boulders, and they were exploding when they hit the ground. And so they didn't spend, I mean, yeah, so basically they didn't spend a night. They all packed up and, well, I don't even think they packed up. They just got the hell out of there. And um, so basically that Clagato Bigfoot was like, you know, hey, get the hell out of my area. This, you know, this is not for you guys. This is not your home. You know, get out of here. You know, you're invading my space. So that's what was the final um, the final story that's really got me interested in this uh, Clagato Bigfoot. But and just like anybody else, man, uh, we try not to really go out there and purposely go out there and hurt these Bigfoots because they, you know, they're, they're very intelligent creatures. And if you're walking around with a gun, you know, purposely looking for them, they, they will know. But if you just have a gun and, you know, like in your hip holster or something just for protection, but you meet up with one, then you just got to say, Hey buddy, um, or che, 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 you know, it's like, I am not here to hurt you, but, you know, if you let me go, I um, didn't mean to trespass on your area, your territory. But it might be better if you speak in Navajo, but um, basically that's pretty much what you would be saying. And it's be like, all right, well, you better get going, boy, before I go over there and snap your neck like a twig. And so, you know, just get out of there. But um, these uh, foot footprints... Um, these Bigfoot shows there that they that we see on television, it's just all a bunch of people just uh, recording themselves with uh, GoPro cameras and drones, and they never really catch anything. It's always like uh, slight slight pictures or uh, hearing the sounds. But uh, one show I was watching was Mountain Monsters, and they were out in um, the Appala- Appalachian Appalachian Mountains. And right there, they ran into this Bigfoot. They called it the Yahoo Bigfoot. And and then I was watching the show. I was just kind of like, you know, I was just seeing what what was going to happen. And and at night, they were doing a investigation, night investigation, trying to figure out where this creature goes and how its habits are at night. Anyway, so they, they, they crossed into his territory, and that Bigfoot, it let out a real loud, basically a real loud yahoo yahoo or something like that and man it, that just really kind of you know got my attention i sat up straight and i was like whoa and then then they went to commercial break when they came back again i turned up the volume and um i heard it and oh man it was just pretty interesting to hear that and i'm like oh so that's what people are talking about so i don't know if the clagato bigfoot would ever make that sound but if it did, you know, I'd pretty much be letting him know, hey, man, um, I'm not I'm not here to fight you. I ain't here to kill you, but I just want to know where's your boundary line. So we, I don't I don't cross it like an idiot. And But um, that also uh, where the 
where all those horse bones are located or cattle, cattle, horse bones, whatever. Um, there's also a road that goes through there and uh, I'll save this little, here's a little teaser for Halloween, but there is a, a phantom truck that will follow you if you go through there at night around midnight, I think it was. And, um, I think Navajo Pedro experienced that before. Um, I know his brother did and, uh, my cousin did or our cousins did. So, um, that's just another story for later, but up in that area, you know, I just kind of put those two stories together. I was like, well, maybe Bigfoot is driving that phantom truck that's chasing everybody around up there. But there are also some more interesting cryptoids up in that area. So, you know, that's where I, like I said, I wouldn't really try to go there to shoot at them. But I would like to at least kind of see where they're, where they're at, what their, where their territory is, basically. Because they're coming down and... The more people move back to Clagato from the cities because of the coronavirus and the lockdowns and all that stuff, the more it's getting crowded and they want to, you know, start building houses up in those areas. And Bigfoot and the other cryptoids, they're like, you know, this is our turf. You know, don't you dare make a home here because if you do, we're going to be behind your window. We're going to, you know, trash your house. We're going to eat all your livestock, you know. So that's why uh, Clagato Paranormal Cryptoid, you know, it's 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 important to me. So I can go back and check that out. And and the other place I can I want to, want to reference, but not really give too much away is Navajo Mountain. Uh, there's all kinds of crazy stuff up there. So um, I'll just leave it at that. And um, but that's pretty much going to do it for me for uh, episode twelve. So Navajo Pedro, here you go. Like to Bigfoot. Yes. Yep. Yep. Without a doubt, we've had, I guess, our few shares of close encounters, and one came, you know, I mean, from my own family, too, and that was just right up here where we live. And, you know, I mean, that's just pretty crazy to um, hear that, you know, I mean, from a little trusted source, you know, I mean, my, my little family member. You know what I mean? And just hearing um, the other stories, you know, about Lagato and, uh, and the Yeller, I guess, or the Howler, the Howler, yes. Because, you know what I mean? Um, I talked to a chick that said she heard the way that howling sounded, and it was pretty crazy the way she was describing it. And I know that Bigfoot screams and shit like that, I know that their, their, their screams are really like, like they say, blood curling, it's like shrieks, and. Almost like basically, it's like when someone gets possessed and they're able to talk three languages at once or some shit like that. But basically, I think it's how it goes for them, you know, because I, mean? I heard a went to a Bigfoot convention at the Navajo Nation Museum before. And these Dulce Apaches, they they claim that they they can communicate with a family of Bigfoot out there in Dulce in the woods. And they see they clap two rocks together, and then soon enough they hear another clap, and they start clapping back. You know what I mean? They're just, you know, they said one time they're really doing that, and next thing you know, they said it's got quiet, and all of a sudden they heard the claps, but it was claps were all around them, you know, and just basically surround them, and that's when they knew that, you know, basically that they are there, they're alert, and basically that that was like a show of everything man like they're fast chasing this you know just 
that are making noise, they can creep up on you or they can play games on you because uh, that one guy, he said that he saw some Bigfoot tracks and he followed them. And basically he said that he went in one big loop and said that Bigfoot or whatever was probably just watching them the whole time, just that going that one big continuous circle. And that's when he gave that advice. He's like, like, so if you see Bigfoot tracks, he's like, don't, don't follow it. You know, I mean, it could easily lead you to a trap or somewhere. So he's like, I suggest that you f- see where the Bigfoot tracks came from. You know, I mean, see if they came from like a cave or portal or if they got dropped off or came through the river or some shit. You know, I mean, that's, that's his advice. I thought that was pretty cool. You know, I mean, hell yeah, some good advice. Um, heard from the horses now. You know what I mean? And. It's pretty cool that they can communicate because I'm pretty sure that it's a good way to communicate with echo sound and stones and shit and you know what I mean because um, echoes and everything you know those can travel and you know it's what can cause avalanches and shit like that you know and mudslides rock slides so you know I mean? there's power and frequency vibration and the last one sound or Vibration, frequency, and sound. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. But basically, Tesla, <coughs> he was right. You know what I mean? He said that. If you figure out secrets 369, you'll basically have the keys to the universe. Because, you know what I mean? That's all pertaining to that sound, f- frequency, and vibration. And there are things that, you know what I mean? Like, like if you have a speaker bumping, you know what I mean? You can see objects just like listen to air and get lifted up, you know what I mean? Like, or see people's hair just fly up all crazy and loud bass. And that just proves right there that through sound and vibration, objects can be lifted. And that's what they say. That's what that's one of the theories for the Stonehenge and shit like that. Is real big stones that modern day technology can't lift and struggle, would struggle with then and now. You know, and they're saying that, that they said that Merlin was the one that carried the stones going from wherever the hell to the Stonehenge and he used his wand you know, and basically lift it using some zero gravity force demons or perhaps that um, sound and frequency you know and can things at a certain tone because that you know I mean that can even though you can't see you know, I mean it has its effects like like if Mariah Carey buses a nut real loud and has an orgasm you know I mean probably bus glasses back in the day you know I mean now it just, you know, I mean, sound like a old alley cat. I don't know, but you never know. You know, I mean, it's just us and human beings, and we're just gonna all grow old and wither. So we have life, you know. I mean, but Bigfoot, stir something else, or you know, supposedly guardians and friends of ours. You know, we even have a Navajo word for them, which I forgot. But it's pretty cool that we have a Navajo word for them. We probably used to chill with them, put their hair in Navajo buns and. St- Stuff like that, you know, never know, but, and I also mentioned before that during uh, Joe Shirley's, um, uh, during his terms as Navajo Nation president, you know, when he established a Bigfoot task force, so it's pretty dope, and I'm still trying to get in there and trying to find him, and I want to join, consider this an invitation to my cryptid nation. Yep, but either or it's just interesting and yeah, it's like to his its own. Um, that's why material started that cryptid page because it's good to document it. You know, because there's a lot of stuff that people have seen, probably hallucinated or 
imagined, I don't know, but it's all interesting, and, you know, first thing that we do is we don't judge, you know, I mean, we'll say, oh, it's bullshit, that's street bullshit, I say, you know, I mean, like, uh, that's the last thing we'll do, we're always eager to hear new stories and different events and, you know, different experiences and, you know, I mean, just try to make sense of it, bring light to it if they want and just address it or you can tell it and get it out of their heads under a form of therapy too, either way, but knowledge is meant to be shared and pain and shit like that. You can turn all that pain, anguish to a positive Tota story, you know what I mean? You can still have meaning, still have purpose, so... You know what I mean? Just be like the Bigfoot, you know what I mean? Creep, creep. Do your own thing, don't make loud noises, and be prepared to kick some ass when you need to. Alrighty, thank you. It's been an honor to fucking... Uh, have a three-way with your eardrums and letting me bang on it like Lars... And I hope you enjoy the echo, that feedback, because after the aftershock and after you're done being shocked from all the awe and awesomeness of our knowledge, you can remember it and share it. And remember, if you don't remember your past, you're doomed to repeat it. And Bigfoot knows this. Alright, you guys be safe out there and... Um, be careful for wildfires and God bless the firefighters and stay up the net nation and all my other natives and God bless America. Whoop whoop. Okie doke, that's going to do it for uh, episode 12 for Clagato, uh Veterans Podcast. Um, Are you pay me now? <laughs> yeah. um, the other thing that I wanted to add real quick is that um, our special guest, a female, what she was trying to say is that, um, she's tired of seeing young girls being manipulated by men, especially these cowboys. And what she was saying when I was talking about buckle bunnies was she goes, not all women are attracted to cowboys, but, um, I was just, just using them as an example, but, um, yeah, I, I guess she wanted to really talk about some deep, dark subjects as far as, relationships and manipulations she says a lot of men like to manipulate and they lie and that's what she's really experienced and that's what she wanted to talk about more but um we'll just leave it at that and other than i guess other than that we'll just go ahead and kind of close it here for now and um we'll let her get back to i mean if we ever get a chance to have her back on again she definitely wants to talk more about relationships and other yep. than that, um, that's that's gonna do it for me, Mateo Native Ravager for Clagato Veteran Podcast. And, and I'm Navo Pedro. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for listening to the great voice of the Navajo Pedro. Good night. Good night and good luck. And on behalf of the Clagato Veterans Nonprofit Organization Incorporated where we are making the impossible possible one challenge at a time. I am Mateo Native Ravager, saying a yeah and a tremendous thank you to the loyal horn-toed listeners who keep tuning in every time I do an upload. And once again, thank you for joining us on episode 12 uh, for Clagato Veteran Podcast Season 2. 
and yeah, see ya.